Everybody, hello and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where, wow, we are in the darkest timeline. And I feel like it must have been something that we did. So we're going to get out in ways that I'm sure will be effective someday. Yeah. Jonathan, how are you? Uh, I am doing okay, as best as you can be. Uh, I, 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 was, I went to work again, finally. On oh, the like, like you so went? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm still teaching online, uh, but it was nice to be back at work, uh, okay. just helping people. I had spring break. I think right. my, my county, my county decided, uh, you know what? Uh, these days aren't gonna disappear anyway now, so let's just use it. So it was nice. I had a nice little spring break. Yeah. Uh, but back, back to work, back to the old grind, sitting at home. Uh, and I've, I've just started uh, Animal Crossing which was a dangerous thing to get. Oh my goodness, that's very exciting. So uh, what's the name of your town? Uh, it's uh, Sausages, <laughs> but it's spelled S-A-W-S-A-G-E-S. -S -S. Yeah, the, uh, old, the old Sausages. Sausages, and uh, my name is uh, Boot Booty, but it's spelled B-E-W apostrophe mm -hmm. T-E-A. Um, you know, there's moments that you just get a little bit bored and yeah. uh, come up with something that's inappropriate, but just appropriate enough that Nintendo can't get me. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got plausible deniability. Mr. Nintendo can't come for you. Not at all. Well, How that's very exciting. Um, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm hanging in there. Also been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, so we should exchange friend codes and yeah. meet up in each other's towns, buy each other the latest record albums. Uh, what fruits on your island? Uh, I just have apples right now. Okay, apples is a good one. Well, you can come and take one of each. We have all five. Okay. Uh, great. I'm sure this is exactly what people want to hear about. Uh, yeah. However, if we're ever to pay off our eternal debt and return to the proper timeline where nothing is fucked, we're gonna have to ask questions. Jonathan, should we reach out to the universe and find out what we're asking about today? Uh, I'm going to take my flimsy uh, fishing rod and we're going to pull somebody. All right. Oh, don't break it. Remember to wait. Wait for the nibble. It's just uh, nibbling. Oh, it's not taken. I didn't taken. get it in the right angle. Hold on. I yeah, have to read You need to back up. Sometimes. Yeah, just stand stand a whole square back. No, that's... Oh, I got it. All right. Nope. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Press A. Press A. Ah! Ah, it's nachos nachos is the theme for this nachos week. i guess i mean i'm sure we could save the world by asking the right questions about nachos we gotta we gotta know though we yeah like that. that's true you're right whether or not this helps us ultimately is not as important as asking the question correct um but as we know you and i pretty much know nothing uh yeah. asking ourselves questions is useless and and terrible so we've reached out into the ether and brought two special guests who I would like to bring in. And now, uh, well, bam, I, I, I wave my bug net and bop you both in the head. Uh, please welcome Maggie and Kim to the show. Hi. Hey, thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for fishing us out of the ether. That was really kind. Thanks for being here. We're very excited to hopefully have you answer some nacho related questions. Uh, and return the world to its proper timeline. It's a, a 
it's a big responsibility, but I think Kim and I are up for it. All right. Well, before we get into it, uh, how's how are how are you doing? How are you holding up in this in this dark time? Um, I'm good. I don't own a Nintendo Switch, so I cannot play Animal Crossing. <laughs> but I do have this uh, hedgehog that I won from a, stop, a vending machine. Oh once. my gosh! And and then uh, I don't have any fruits, but uh, <laughs> I'm all out of fruit. But I have kombucha, so yeah. Oh, very good. It sounds like you're at a very advanced level of Animal Crossing at home. Maggie, how about you? Yeah, uh, I would say I'm in the pickling phase of my quarantine. Oh, uh, really prepping I, for the future. <laughs> I've pickled some radishes. I pickled some onions. Uh, I do it like old German grandma style uh, here in my apartment. Um, I have played maybe two video games in my whole life. So you could have said anything and I would believe that it was part of Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, it likely is if you think about it, if you play long enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, enough of the niceties. Jonathan, I yes. turn this to you. You have received the question list from the universe. Please. The, the universe has brought to me a couple of questions. And the first one, when it comes to nachos, the most important question that we have is what type of cheese is the best for nachos. Think about that. Because like the, the, the only thing that separates a plate of chips and nachos is the cheese. So uh, we, they're, they're, again, the, the weird thing about this is there, there are answers, like there's real answers, uh, but we wanna see if like we can, we can match that. If our, if our brain power together can match that, uh, it will be great. So uh, Kim, best type of cheese, for nachos? Ooh, that's a tough question because as you know, there's a whole universe of cheeses out there, but there's only really one that's appropriate for nachos, which is the, you know, trash food of my particular choice. And I feel that the only type of cheese that <laughs> is really suitable for nachos is the orange kind. Okay. The very orange and melted kind. There. There's a reason I got into teaching and that was so that some of my students would invite me to some of their like little league games where there's a snack shack and I can get the just processed orange cheese on top of fries that were uh, deep fried in oil that hadn't been changed in three years. And then you just get that with a fork and it's just the best. Uh, so yes, I agree, orange cheese. Yeah, there are chemical properties contained within that cheese. It's neither liquid nor a solid, but just, you know, hovers between both. It's, and that it's, it's combined its own state, with state of matter. Is cheese state, yes. We're here to talk about the cheese state. Yeah, the cheese state indeed. Uh, Maggie, cheese best. Uh, well, you know, I'm always trying to be frugal and to go with what I can find at my house. So I'm going to buy the bulk Mexican cheese bag uh, mm. at my Safeway. Um, so whatever is the store brand shredded Mexican cheese. Yeah. One of those nice blends, like some of the shreds are orange. Some of the shreds are white. When you melt it, it's not ever going to quite become one cheese, but it's, exactly. it's going to be like a, a kind of a mottled mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are some clumps. There are some strands. Uh, none of it is exactly perfect, but you're also yeah. eating nachos at home. 
Yeah. So get over yourself. I think it's sort of the thesis of store-bought Mexican cheese. <laughs> I mean, that, that does get into a, a, a whole mess of other things, but we'll save on to that because that might be important later. Uh, all right, let's, let's get our final vote on best cheese for uh, nachos. Uh, Maggie, are you going to go with uh, with your your store ba- your store bought Mexican blend? I'm going to say uh, if I'm buying, yes. If it's anywhere else, I want the kind that comes in the pump, like you oh, guys yeah. are talking about. Okay. Uh, Kim, uh, I'm going to stick with deep cheese. I think deep cheese deep is the cheese. purest cheese. Yeah. Uh, why not just shoot shoot for the the shoot for the best? <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know the old saying: "Send it to the dump if it's not from the pump. It's nacho cheese." Is is that your uh, your answer too? Or? Yeah, it is. Right. I don't know if I'm playing, but that's my answer. Uh, I mean, every who isn't playing? Uh, the correct answer though is queso. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, surprise! Yeah, surprise. According to whom? According to you? To the universe. Uh, you yeah. know, when you scrounge for questions, sometimes you get answers and so for this like you know we we get answers and the 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 answer was queso did you scrounge for the answer in a jar of queso no i did not does Uh, it makes a difference where you look first yeah i did i definitely did open a bag of uh, tostitos and then when Mm -hmm. i opened it it said queso. it's like it's like a fortune cookie situation but yeah by tostitos yeah but it's like you get there and it's they they give you the aisle number for uh for queso, which is literally just like look next to it because it's usually there. Yeah, they keep those together. There's no other use for that cheese. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna move on to another interesting topic about nachos. So uh, I think we could all say like the definition of nachos is a plate of chips with some sort of cheese, and then maybe you mix in some other things. Yeah. Uh, and so the question that I pulled from uh, the universe was what's the least popular topping of a nacho? Like, Do we get multiple choice or we have to come I mean, up this with- is, we're just, there's one answer and so we're just trying te- to figure it out. And technically there, there are multiple choices. Think of <laughs> everything you've ever learned, every noun. I think that's the list. I don't think <laughs> yeah. we have time to go through it all right now. Got it. But we could probably leave off chips and cheese. I think chips we could probably forget those. They're the, they're the sole base of it. But now it's black olives. You often mm-hmm. see black olives on nachos, and no one wants them on. Nobody nachos. wants them. Oh, that's I'm a great saying. point. Things just because mm-hmm. they appear on the toppings doesn't mean they're popular. They may not be liked. Yeah, it's like somebody just had a bunch of olives left over, and they're like, "You know what? Go good. This garbage can of food that we're handing out to people as an appetizer." It's different realms of flavor of taste. Kim, I would say. That I, I agree, uh, black olives are bullshit and they shouldn't be in nachos or any other uh, God-given food. But I will say that I dislike more than black olives. There was this one time that, like the one Ravens game I've ever been to, I, uh, you know, got the nachos as, yeah, you know, yeah, it's gotta be there and get the nachos and I paid 16 bucks for them. And there was a hair in these nachos and I didn't care for that topping. It wasn't my favorite. No. Oh, yeah, no thank you. That's rough. Ate around it, you know. Yeah, too. When I was younger, I used to work the uh, the Ravens games up on the, the club level. And I, I once gave uh, nachos to uh, Stacy Keebler, 
for some of you, you may not know who she is, but she was a former Ravens cheerleader who then turned professional wrestler, who then dated George Clooney and now is just like living her happy life uh, elsewhere. Wow. You didn't even have to mention that she's the inheritor of the Keebler elves fortune. No, didn't even have to. Yeah. Uh, and actually, if you ever met her and a Keebler elf, you would know that she definitely is not related to them whatsoever. Um, uh, but Marty, do you have a? Do you want to take a take a stab at this? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take a stab at this. I think it's um, well, I'm 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 fifty fifty on this, but they're both uh, both objects come in a can, and so I think could be easily added to nachos. Uh, it's either sardines or anchovies. Ooh, some sort of small fish. Yeah, small pickled canned fish. Keep it Um, off. Keep it off my nachos, please. This is this is exciting uh, because uh, we do have an answer that somebody has said, and the the correct answer that the universe has given us: black olives. Wow! Look at that. Okay, black olives. We're connecting here. I don't. It's harder to eat around them than it is to eat around hair. I, I yeah. yeah, hair you could you could pull off and then maybe rethink, like close your eyes and open it up. Oh, new nachos. Did you go double cheese or did you do cheese and salsa? Who, who are you asking? Yeah. At the, so I'm just wondering, were your nachos like a plate of nachos or was it one of the ones where the chips were in the middle and then you had the two cups? Are you talking about at the game? Yeah, at the game. It came in a plastic thing. Okay. <laughs> there were segments... I don't really remember anything beyond the hair. No worries. I mean, the hair the hair sticks out. It was the most salient feature of the nachos yeah. for sure. We'll we'll put hair into the universe and just see if it comes back as maybe yeah. the worst. I would say let's let's be real. Nobody wants to eat those black nachos, black olives on the nachos. But um, people might just stop eating the nachos with the hair. They might not be nachos anymore. So the let's say the hair is like that's the threat. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next question, and this is going to go back to uh, to what Maggie was talking about. Uh, what's the best way to make homemade nachos? So this is very this is a very open ended question. Uh, but like the best way at home yeah. to make nachos. Think and just for this, like really think back to your SAT writing test. Like we want a strong thesis, three supporting paragraphs, and a conclusion. Oh. We just, yeah, it needs it needs to be real clear. I, I hate that it's this way, but yeah, we we need a, a strong strong statement. Uh, I feel like my in my lazier days, I would have said put some chips on a paper plate and put it in the microwave with some um, cheese on top. But as I age, as I mature, I'm putting tin foil on a cookie sheet. I'm heating the oven to a high heat, and I'm going for a short burst on a high heat oven oh. on a cookie sheet with tin foil, and then I'm topping it after the cheese has melted. Oh, that is a very high risk maneuver. Uh, ask ask me to tell you a story one time about a vacation home and some nachos uh, on boiler. Like, don't don't broil the nachos. Oh, uh, you can't broil, my friend. You can't broil. Broiling is just for like that last second of crispiness if you want to get to that. Yeah, that or, or it turns out corn chips have a lot of calories and oil in them and they burn good. 
Well, it's good to know if we ever run out of, you know, heat and gas. Turn to corn chips. <laughs> Go to the corn chips. Uh, Kim, best way to make homemade. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Maggie's way is, is very classy. And I someday <laughs> aspire to such levels of class. I will have to admit to just the three of you on this on this call that's not being watched by anyone on Facebook or the universe whatsoever, that my favorite way of eating nachos, and I truly didn't know that this counted as nachos, so thank you uh, for the first question, Jonathan, to clarify. But yeah, so uh, getting a bag of tortilla chips and jar of queso and uh, just eating them until the uh, chips get too uh, small, uh, too small to kind of, um, you know, dip into directly into the jar of queso. So then you take the bag mm -hmm. and you tip all the chip dust into yeah. the jar yes, this and is, you shake it up. This is bringing a lot of bells for me. Yeah. You eat it with a spoon. And I will say that at no point in my life have I ever felt less like the highest and lowest <laughs> simultaneously than digging in that jar with a spoon and putting it in my mouth. Mm. Plus it's very eco-friendly if you discount the, we're using the packaging. It's, I'm sure it's eco-friendly, yeah. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that glass jar, that's good for, for a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and as we know, the corn is good for kindling. Yeah. <laughs> Super important. Uh, yeah, so, so we have in the oven, we got just bag to jar, which is good. And then Marty has some sort of B&B, uh, Airbnb. Oh, no, that's there. definitely not. That's not the way to do it. That that would I'm saying that that Maggie's way has led to personal disaster. Okay. And so my my method is very similar to Kim's. Only um, there there's only two products that are acceptable. One is the hint of lime chips. And number two is it's not a jar. It is that little half-size cat food can shaped and sized tin of cheese that comes from Fritos. Uh, get it in medium spicy if they have it, but it's probably going to be mild. It's always mild, isn't it? I know. Medium. They never, they, why, yeah, why they carry it? They have like five, 500 cans of mild and then like two medium. And they always make it. And, and they're dented because somebody just threw them back there months ago. Marty, uh, are you Tostito scoop man or the full chip? You know what? If the hint of lime came in scoop shape, that would be the real winner, but it doesn't. If you want that hint of lime and you do, you got to go with the big wide sail of a chip. Mm. For sure. Well, new today. Yeah. Uh, no nothing's well, perfect, you know? Yeah. And speaking of not perfect, none of those answers hit the, the number one. Oh. Maggie, Maggie did uh, touch on it in her younger years. But it is just putting chips on a plate and then putting uh, processed American cheese on top and microwaving it until you get that bubbly, weird, textured like skin of cheese just, on top of the chips. Just point point oh. of order. You you did say American cheese, like slice slices of cheese yeah, that would go on American. a bologna sandwich in a first grader's yep. take to school meal. That's what they say. Oh wow, we really are in the darkest timeline. Uh, but, okay, we've talked about nachos. We've got like our our toppings. We got we know what our cheese is. But now our final question: uh, What is the best pairing with nachos? 
and you can take that any way that you would like. Um, is is it is it a nice uh, Sauvignon Blanc? Is it a uh, is it just a, a cold can of Mister Pib? Uh, you know, it's just whatever you want to take it as. Maybe the pairing is with just a nicely aged uh, macaroni and cheese. I don't know what you you want to pair it with, but it is up to you. Yeah. No, you don't have to drink the pear. Right? <laughs> it could be in a, 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 a bowl of some kind. I like um, it. You're really pitting like the one cheese and carbs versus the other cheese and carbs. True. Sometimes it's a good pairing. You don't have to like, you know, opposites attract. That's true. But also similar items attract as well. Um, hmm. So think about that for a second. Best pairing with nachos. If anybody has a feeling kim go ahead point of clarification i don't have an opinion yet is this uh answer depends on your answer to this question are we talking at best plate of what you consider to be the best nachos Ooh. and uh, which of the answers is the best one which which one which nachos are we pairing with here i think that you can go with any plate of nacho that you'd like so if it's easier for you to say, like, I know the best pairing for nacho in, in jar, like chip to, to jar dip. Mm. If you know what's great for that, that's your pairing. I think we could go with that. Maggie, do you have a, a thought on this? I mean, my gut is just saying like a cold beer, right? Nachos are the best bar food. Um, they're well shared. They're not as messy as wings. They last you longer than fries. If I am out with an old friend, I want a cold beer and a plate of nachos. Okay. Yeah. Kim, do you have that? Uh, <laughs> I think the only pairing that makes sense with the bag to jar choice is, you know, just a nice, a nice uh, 1975 coat de Rhone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, aerated just so. So sorry, like a a forty five year old <laughs> bottle of wine. College. I'm, I'm just sorry. really is bring it, out the cheese notes is it, from the jar. Is it fifty five years old? No, it's forty five years old. All right. Uh, Marty, do you have a do you, do you have a thought on this? I'd love to hear your thought. Oh, um, I, it's similar to Maggie's. Um, but I, you know, unlike the 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 hint of lime chips and the Fritos cheese, this is non-specific. Um, the best pairing with nachos is drunk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can tell you that uh, the answer I got I got this answer from uh, Yelp. That the that that one came in, uh, and the and for for Baltimore, the correct answer is a uh, a hubcap full of uh, margarita. Oh, oh shit. God damn it. Mm. Nacho Mamas. Nacho Mamas. Oh. Uh, not, sponsor, not, not our sponsor, but maybe after we get into the best timeline, we can we can work something out. Maybe uh, we'll find they were sponsoring us all along. God, that'd be amazing. Um, but that that is our we've asked the questions about nachos. And I think we've we've all served a, a wonderful purpose in writing the ship. That is our world, and now we know like uh, things we've learned. Uh, a cold beer is exactly what we want. Yeah. Um, 
chip to jar is the perfect opportunity. It's eco-friendly. Yeah. And and boy howdy, uh, can we just like start using the oven more, you know? Get away from the microwave. Just be, be careful. Just be careful. No broilers. No broilers. No. Leave that broil setting alone. Uh, Maggie and Kim, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us all get back to a better timeline. Um, hey, I don't know why I have this feeling, but I feel like maybe both of you are performers in some way. Is there a time and place on the internet when people might be able to see you, I don't know, do comedy? Uh, yeah, you can see me perform with my friends in Taco Night, adjacent to nachos. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Practically <laughs> nacho can... cousins. Basically, cousins, they're they're just kind of like more put together nachos. Uh, we, yeah, we are taco night and we perform on the Baltimore Improv Group live stream on Saturdays at eight o'clock. Awesome. Maggie, how about you? Uh, once in a while in a performer jam on Sundays uh, with the Baltimore Improv Group live stream. Um, also making really stupid videos on my own Facebook page where I pretend to be an influencer. Um, those have kind of become dormant as I go back to my real job, but they'll, they'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but well, there's a whole backlog. If you're just learning about this, like there kudos are, yeah, to there you. Are at least several of them. You heard it here first. There are at least several videos. Uh, Maggie and Kim, <laughs> thank you so much for making the universe a little bit brighter. Jonathan, do you have anything to say to our lovely guests before we send them away? Uh, I, I just want to thank you too for uh, really being the cheese to our chips. Of course, John. Absolutely. Any, anytime. Really appreciate it. All right, we'll send we'll send you back to the void now. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, there there they go. Well, Jonathan. I think I feel a little better. I don't know. You know, you can never tell what timeline you're in. There's too many too many points of data to track. I mean, I'm gonna take an antacid, and I probably will feel better because uh, those nachos were pretty greasy, and it was a lot to take down. I'm telling you, man, you should not use the craft singles. They are not food. They're a processed food product. Uh, yeah, it is. It's not great, uh, but what's when you have that cheese available to you mm. and you want to you know be fancy for a second um especially in this day and age uh you, you don't have the opportunity to go to the grocery store very often to get some cheese and uh I, i've been recently doing a uh ordering food from a, a creamery and uh every every order they're taking away cheese that i've ordered because they've <sighs> run out and um <sighs> And it's been disheartening for a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, you just deal with what you got. And if it's a craft single, you know, not all of us can, you know, just have a box of Velveeta in the cupboard. That's a great point. You know, all right. I stand corrected. Go with the cheese you have. Eat the nachos in front of you. Yeah. I think that's a solid lesson to, to leave folks with. All right. Well, Jonathan, I, unless there's anything else. No, I think I think that's it. Okay, well, that's going to do it. Thank you all so much for watching. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, salt the rim. See you all next time. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask. 
We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for using our theme song New Day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaveToask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.